Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Spill Effect podcast. I'm EJ Safner, your host, and also the creator of Spill. I am so, so excited to have our guest on today. He's a photographer, a videographer, and just an incredibly inspired human being. He has worked in high fashion, music and artists, commercial, and a lot of other industries that align with his skill set. Um, I met him a few months back, and I'm just in awe of his work, and more importantly, I think, his outlook and perspective on his very spontaneous life. Uh, He currently lives in his truck, which is just so cool, and he's currently somewhere in North Georgia. We both don't really know, Um, but the coffee shop he's at looks pretty cute. So with all of that being said, please welcome Anthony Tachney. Hey, Anthony. Hello. How are you doing, EJ? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. I'm excited to hear all about your life. Thanks for having me and thanks for that intro. That is way nicer than I would have introduced myself (laughs) to anyone. So I appreciate it. It's all true. I didn't lie one bit in that. Uh, First and (laughs) foremost, how are you? How's your week been? We're recording on a Sunday. So finishing up a week, kind of going into the next one. How are you feeling? This week was crazy. I just finished up all my shoots from March. I'm about to take a couple week hiatus and just travel around in my car. hopefully hitting New York by the end of the month and doing a couple shoots up there, but ready to relax for a little bit. Yeah. And so we'll kind of, I'm going to go back to New York, but I kind of have all my guests do this. It's like the worst question ever. It's such like an interview question, but in brief terms, who is Anthony? Tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you're from, kind of who you are. Well, I'm originally from Orange County, California, and I am a photographer, writer, a videographer, pretty much to sum my life up, I just live to tell stories in whatever medium I feel like fits the best. So right now that is a lot of photo and video, but I'm hopefully finishing um, a couple books in this year and getting some of those published very soon. Very so cool. I'm just excited. I'm so okay, excited. Okay, I didn't know that. I would have included that in the intro. <laughs> Damn it. I, I do too much. Funny. Okay, so now now we have more content. I know. There you go. More to talk about. So let's just go right into that. So, what books? Tell me. Like, is it is it fiction? Is it just kind of storytelling? What what is it? So the uh, first one that is pretty much done is a poetry and photography book that's all centered around Jesus and kind of like love letters from God to us. And then after that, I'm working on my first screenplay ever, which is kind of just about like my life in a weird way like my life if something happens that changes it I can't I don't want to give too much away yeah but, don't uh, spoil it here someone's gonna take your idea <laughs> don't do that <laughs> but yeah I'm super excited for both those projects and then hopefully another novel soon very very cool I love the idea of this the screenwriting I think that's really really neat um but let's kind of talk about the first thing that I mentioned, photography. Tell me about kind of your story with photography. Um, Kind of where did that love come from? When did you start? And how have you kind of like evolved um, as you've grown as an artist? I feel like that's been, that's a hard question. Cause I like, I had a Canon Rebel T5i or something for like years and I would just shoot my friends and I would shoot travel, but I was never like, very good at it or like into it until quarantine hit so about I guess a year ago like I really started getting into photo um, bought a camera that can actually shoot in full frame 
and just kind of fell in love with it. So that's interesting uh, that it's been, I feel like looking at your work, I feel like it would have been this like long, like year long, like you picked up a camera when you were young and you loved it, but that's really interesting. What about quarantine do you think kind of sparked that? Was it, and it's okay to say, I mean, I started spill in quarantine. So, and it came from boredom and I needed some type of experience. So what kind of you know, struck that chord when you started shooting with that real camera? Um, I honestly think it was like, it was a combination of a lot of things. I worked at a church and everything went online. So that included like my job. So I had to get good at photo and video pretty fast in order to like keep up with where our church was going and what quarantine was like causing because everything shut down. And then I also just started falling in love with like fashion photography and just like using photo as a way to tell stories and trying to create movement in something that is like naturally still, I think was just super interesting. And I don't really like, I don't really half ass it. Can I say ass? Yes, you can. You're good. <laughs> I said damn it earlier and I was like, I mean, we're, we're in it. Here we go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I just feel like I, I don't really half ass any of my hobbies. I don't do a lot of different things, but like when I do something, I'm going to go all in and, until I think that I'm good at least at it. <laughs> well, I can I can confirm at least from my view, you are you are a little bit beyond good. Um, but kind you. of talking about that, I, I do have a question because I think photography is such a common hobby for people. This is kind of a two part question. So I'll say the whole thing and then if you wanna do one and then the other, that that's good too. So because it's such a common hobby, how do you make yourself stand out first externally to your like, you know, audience, crowd, whatever that's following you? And then also how do you stand out internally to like kind of stay true to your style, however evolving it may be? Because I think photography, like you're saying, you're telling stories. So whether you're telling your own or someone else's, there's there has to be a sense of authenticity, um, both externally and internally. So how do you kind of balance those things? I think with photo and evolving like you have to be okay with changing and you have to be okay with shooting things that are different and shooting often I also think people just tend to shoot and kind of just be okay with just shooting and not caring about the editing process but to me like the edit is more important than the actual photo and it's like figure out what colors you like and figure out what style you like and there's so many different ways that you can kind of move as an artist you can do retro you can do nightlife you can do natural and all of them are great but just find out what you like and figure out how to be the best at that like but also be okay with like changing things up and like doing a hundred different things if you want to like well, I think I also doing a hundred different things is kind of the way to find what you like. So it kind oh, of absolutely. back and forth there, vice versa. Like you're kind of still looking for your niche and you've done like fashion and then you've done music and artists and you, you worked kind of in that field and then commercial. And also you shoot with your friends. Like I just saw um, pictures of like just in a field, like why not? Because you saw something that kind of captured your attention. How do you think paying attention to like those little things um, really matters. Cause I noticed on your website as well, you kind of make a point that you have incredible attention to detail and I can see that in your work. So first and foremost, do you have a process when you shoot or is every shoot kind of a new day? I would say everything.
nothing is new and that's why like that's just how my brain works like everything i look at is like the prettiest thing i've ever seen my friends kind of make fun of me because i only have favorites like I'm like a toddler, like, or a golden retriever. Like, I literally think everything is the most beautiful thing in the world. And I think that outlook has helped me a lot to, like, try and share that and try and be like, oh, this is a hill in the middle of a disgusting construction site. Let me make it pretty. Mm -hmm. And just trying to, like, challenge myself in that way. Like, Auburn is not the most picturesque location in the world, but that's where I started. And that's, like, where I'm being found almost is in this tiny sleepy town in Alabama. So but I it think was... it's also kind of a testament to your skills and that mindset that you said that you have is just every little thing is beautiful. And so, I mean, I've lived in Auburn for four years. There are like cute spots that everybody goes and takes a picture, but I think it's more impressive if you can kind of make the mundane really attractive, um, which I yes. think you do. Um, but also kind of going with that each, you know, each shoot is a new day. How do you kind of remain focused? Um, even though you're trying to find like a different purpose in every shoot. Cause I feel like I'm one of those people that's super structured. I need a routine. Um, and even like before podcast interviews, I sit down and I do the same thing over and over just to kind of give myself that sense of stability. So how do you kind of narrow it down to be like, okay, this is, the purpose of this shoot this is the purpose of what i want to do today when each day is kind of chaotic and new i think the idea that everything has to have some greater purpose is one that i've kind of let go of very recently like there is value in something just being fun and just being stupid and i have all my shoots planned out like pretty much a couple months in advance like i know what i will be doing but I also like let my free days be open for like, oh, I saw this dress, I'm gonna rent it, I'm gonna put my friend in it and we're gonna shoot and I'm gonna base it off of something. And so when I do just go out and shoot, I, I still always wanna tell a story, but it's not something that I pre-planned. Sometimes it's even like after I shoot it, I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that I was capturing this, but like this reminds me of the Garden of Eden in Genesis, or this reminds me of a certain song or a certain album that I didn't even know I was being inspired by. And so I just think you don't always have to have like a pre-plan and sometimes you can look back and like almost create one, if that makes sense. It does. And I think that there's a nice, you know, balance. I think that I'm one of those people that balance is like my favorite word. I'll say it like a million times in every single interview. Because <laughs> I think that it's just, um, I think as much as structure is great, like you said, you have things pre-planned. I think sometimes the days where it's like, okay, it's just a free day. We'll just see what happens. That's when like those stories can be told because not necessarily, you really can't always plan um, for those little moments in that story. So let's talk about something you can plan or try to plan. Um, you kind of mentioned New York in the beginning. Um, and when we first met, you had mentioned you were living in a car. Um, when you graduated and that you were going to try and make it to New York. Kind of tell me about what it's been like. How long have you been living in the truck? What's the last few months look like? And then you said you have a few free months. Kind of tell me your general ideas for your trip up to New York. Well, my I lived in my car starting January 15th, I think. So it hasn't been too long. Um, and it's been, it's been really good and really crazy at the same time. 
um, I have to I really quickly in ask. Texas for like a month. Have you like done like road yes. tripping or like hitchhiking or like have you done that before? <laughs> I don't. My parents, yes. they're gonna listen to this and they're gonna be like, Emma, don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I actually lived in my car um, the summer between freshman and sophomore year of college. Okay. And it was the best summer of my entire life. So I decided that I wanted to do it full time for a little bit. Um, but go. I've always, I love traveling. I'm kind of this weird, like extroverted introvert. Like I can talk to a literal tree, but I love being alone, like more than anything. I'm so, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I think that's like the best type of person to be. <laughs> yeah, it works for me very well. Yeah, it like cause I. Great. I would love, I could be in a crowd my entire life, but I will, coming back to my room and just like sitting and being by myself is like angelic, it's amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, it's the best ever. But, um, so I lived in, in Texas for a month during the winter storm. So that oh was word. crazy. Um, yeah. there, was, uh, there was a night that it was negative 18 and I was sleeping in my car and then got like frozen inside of it oh <laughs> and, my gosh anthony no yeah it was bad so like the door wouldn't open i had food and stuff but it, it only took me like it took an hour to like defrost when the sun came out but it was like it was a scary hour I was, that's like, a long hour here <laughs> <laughs> it's a long long hour i kind of just read i think i listened to gone girl actually an audiobook and there just you go that'll keep waited. you distracted <laughs> it did i think and then I finished it and I was like, okay, let's get out of this thing. Yeah, let's but, <laughs> That's funny. Other than that, it was like the best time ever. Like, I highly recommend everyone just doing something like it for, for a little bit. You learn so much about yourself and kind of about the world around you when you only have the world around you to talk to. Like, I like awesome. that. That's a... I'm gonna write that down sometime. I pull that <laughs> clip and just throw it everywhere. Um, Perfect. Yeah, I love it. So, going back to kind of New York, I remember, and I kind of mentioned yes. this when we met. You said like that was end goal. So, why is New York attractive to you? Because it's very attractive to me. But kind of talk me through that decision because you're from California, and that's a pretty, you know, entertainment creative, like Orange County. I mean, that's kind of where where you should be. Yes. It is not the best word, but you know, so what about New York is kind of pulling you that way? Really? Like I'm only going this time for some super random real estate shoots that I have. And I've always like loved New York, but I think that the way that like the industry, especially like the fashion industry runs in New York is something that just seems like fun and like competitive and then like reminds me of the hunger games but in a very like <laughs> probably less less death i think than the hunger games but <laughs> still like hopefully hopefully well hopefully um but i don't i don't know if that's where i want to like end up living but i am excited to just go and make some friends and make some connections and shoot a couple uh different projects with people I've never met so that'll be very cool so kind of this is more businessy but you just said it people you've never met 
for people that kind of are listening to this or, you know, photography or anything like that is very attractive, where it's more of like freelance type work, how do you get those jobs? Especially if you're in North Georgia getting New York jobs, how do you do that? It's, I mean, it really is like half talent and half like connections and luck. Like you could be the best photographer in the world, but if you aren't trying to like actively meet people that are further along in the industry and that know more than you, like you're not gonna get very far. Like, and the more that you assume that you don't know the better, like I never want to walk in a room and assume that I am the best at what I do. Like that stops you from learning and that stops you from growing and that stops you from like relying on other people's knowledge and creativity for you guys to collaborate and create something awesome together. So I think that's, I'm just very, very vocal with strangers as <laughs> I talk I'm the to. Same way. And I think that you kind of have to get comfortable doing it. I'll say like for oh, yeah. Phil, when I first started doing my other series, it's like a, an interview series. It was super uncomfortable. I remember because for me, it's like been over Instagram and like DMs. So it's like, oh, I don't want to DM a stranger and be like, hey, you want to uh, jump on Zoom and chat? Like, especially an artist who's growing, it's very intimidating. But the more that I've done it, now it's like not even a second thought. It's like, oh, oh well, yeah. worst they can do is not respond or say no. So yes. who cares? <laughs> yeah, I would expect like, if you aren't getting rejected five times more than you're getting like accepted, you're not, you're not trying hard enough. Exactly, like, exactly. You, sh you should be getting no's a lot. Exactly. That's, that's a really good kind of tidbit. Cause I think a lot of people, I know I, at least, and I'm only 22. So what do I know? But in my experience, I mean, the nose really, really suck at first. Cause you're like, Oh, they, they even saw it. And then you get excited that they saw. It, and then they're like, no, not interested at all. And you're like, or the worst is when you send it and you see like scene. So it's like, Oh, that one hurts. No, response. no response. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> that hurts but then it's just like okay well maybe one day if I'm more successful or they are and my name will you know they'll think of me or they'll recognize it so it's really not hurting anybody um but when it comes to kind of you know being very spontaneous and I think that complements your skill set really well as you're moving around and stuff how do you continue learning technical skills because I think that there is a you know, a very big difference between hobby and profession when it comes to photography and videography and writing even. Um, how do you kind of, do you set aside time to like learn or is it kind of learn on the go? It's both. I would do like, I do not watch TV like at all. Like if I'm going to watch something, I'm going to watch a tutorial on YouTube or I'm going to listen to a book and take notes on their writing styles or whatever I like about a certain project I learn a lot from doing like if I see of a few photographers that I just love um, Julia Tregg is one of the best wedding photographers in the world and I I like look at her work and I try to take like a shot similar and then edit my raw like based off of her style to mm -hmm. kind of see what she's doing to play with curves and colors and figure out like why I like her style and why I like what what her photos look like and see how I can do my own spin on it. So it's a lot of like don't be afraid to take from the best because odds are like you're not the best in the world. 
Mm-hmm. And there are people that you're going to look up to. And that's okay. Like, that's what being a creative is because no one is going to be the best, like, ever. That, that kind of leads into a good question. It's, and I would love your kind of perspective on it, the idea of being the best. And I think in the creative world, it is, you really can't say, like, the best. Because no matter how many awards that you get or any of that kind of tangible success, money even, um, I mean, every person has their opinion. It's it's not like a, a more business or finance or whatever it is where it's, okay, this is the best, even in, like technology that we have. Yeah. It's so like, how am I going to say like, Anthony's picture is way better than this person's picture and someone else could say the reverse. So how do you kind of motivate yourself, but also keep yourself from getting down? Um, because it is an industry of comparison. Yeah. I would say the only way that you're going to be successful is when you're striving to be like your best. Like I, I don't really compare much to other people. Like, cause I know that there's people that do it a lot differently and quote unquote, like better than me. But like, if I am shooting and editing or writing something that like I care about and that affects one person, like literally just one person, mm-hmm. then I'm winning. Like, And that is the goal. The goal is not to make X amount of dollars or shoot for this artist or this artist or be a bestseller. Like the goal is to change one person's mind. And that like set your, like that seems like a small goal, but that could be something that changes an entire outlook for a whole group of people. Mm -hmm. And that can just keep snowballing. There you go. Yeah. So go for it I I don't even know what I was gonna say I was just gonna say there is like the only best that there can be is your own I like that a lot that's good and um yeah because I think it's just it's I mean beyond just external the environment that we find ourselves in with the job market and all of those technicalities I mean essentially with social media and just the way that our you know culture and society is it's just compare compare who's better let me get this person because they're way better rather than saying like, okay, I want to work with this person because I know that they're going to listen and I know that they're going to be as true to themselves as possible. Um, But with those three things that you've kind of been mentioning, photography, videography, and writing right now, do you have a favorite or one that you're like really into? Oh my gosh. It changes like actually. It could change in the next hour, (laughs) but just right now in this moment. In this very moment, um, Shoot. Uh, I'd say, I'd say photo right now is what I've been like loving, but I know it's going to change to writing next week. Like (laughs) (laughs) writing, I think is my all time favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, I just do not have a lot of ways to like make that my career right now. So kind of photo video take precedent and writing is like all I think about in my free time. Like, well, there you go. That's an interesting way to kind of look at it. Um, But I have to ask, what is your like academic background? What did you major in and, and anything like that? And so how does it major, apply to your life? <laughs> I majored in creative writing oh, there um, you go. <laughs> and marketing. So I do not feel like I use marketing really at all. Like at least what I learned at school, uh, I market myself all the time, but I learned more about accounting and gross yeah. stuff. <laughs> it was yeah. not fun. No, I'm the same way. I'm a business minor and I was like, I just have to get through it. <laughs> it's it's I just tough. Have to get through 
Um, but creative writing was like the best choice for um, a secondary major. Um, eventually I would want to be like a writing professor. That's like 10, 15 years down the line. But all I would have to do is go to school for another year and then I'd have my PhD and it would be great. There you so, go, that's a good plan. I was gonna ask, cause I think that's also something that I've been kind of struggling with is the idea of having like a long-term goal or like somewhere yeah. I want to be in 20, 30 years. Because at this point, up until like graduation, I was like, I want to be a music publicist. And that is it. I'm just going to ride that train to wherever it takes me. And now it's like, okay, well, I think being a music agent would be really cool or working in digital media would be really cool. And yeah. it's just so difficult. So how do you kind of maintain a good growth mindset when you're maybe not thinking like 30 years, this is the job title that I want? I only look at my life in like thirds. So I do not try to look past four months ahead of my day. Like, and if there is something that like I'm worried about, like I'm really worried about moving. Like I do, I wanna leave the country, but I can't right now during the pandemic. I want to figure out a way to settle in the West Coast, but all my jobs are in the East Coast. Like, and I'm worried about all these things, but instead i just need to be taking like slow steps towards that and just love the life that i'm living just enjoy the truck <laughs> enjoy it like it's it's good life is so so good when you like decide that it is like we have we have all the authority to choose happiness and to choose like a stress-free life like, yeah. it is a lot think... more simple than we make it oh i'm sure do you think that you use photography and videography and writing um, to kind of tell your own story, even if you're telling a different one, does it kind of document the way that you're feeling as you kind of go through the stages of life, even if it's just one month at a time? Writing for sure and video lately has definitely been more diary-like than, um, than it ever was before. Video, I'm so used to taking other people's like stories and creating visuals for them. Um, but I've really been getting into like self videography and making movies when I'm literally alone and I have no one to shoot. Uh, so that's been super interesting and fun. And then writing has always been deeply personal. Like um, every story, even if I'm writing, like the novel I'm writing is in the point of view of a 17 year old girl, but it is like very much like my family's story like my past kind of yeah. written in a different language or just kind of projected onto a character and then you can kind of I think that that also kind of separates you from the story in a way do you think that it separates or kind of brings you closer I don't know that's a very good question I think I just came up with it <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it probably brings me closer um, I get to see things even if it's not real like I'm thinking of different perspectives and I'm thinking of different ways that things could have happened or even reflecting on like myself and like where I fall and my like downward side, like the shadow that I don't show people. Yeah. Uh, so it's cool. I think I learn a lot writing, especially. I've loved kind of growing into writing because even though I'm writing more for the technical aspect of it, it's really kind of encouraged the other side where I'm not going to put it online um, or publish it or anything to just kind of start writing and start 
maybe not. I, I'm very bad at being like, okay, I'm going to write every day for 20 minutes, but yeah, I started reading every day for 20 minutes and just kind of doing that. And I think that we probably have this in common. It's a love of words. I just think that conversation is one of the most important things in the world. Um, and that's kind of why I started all of this because I think that words are so important and a lot of people skip over the importance of them. Um, but not to get too deep. Um, I have my last question. Um, so I ask all my guests this because like I kind of mentioned when I explained to you what this podcast was, it's kind of just, um, I call it like a, like a quick, you know, what is it? A convert or a career day for the creative fields. So it's quick, just like here's 30, you know, 30-ish minutes of people's stories and you can pick and choose and see what you're interested in. Um, but what is one piece of unexpected advice that you have either received from someone or that you've kind of, you know, grown to acknowledge in your own experiences that you would share with someone who is listening right now saying like, oh, what he's doing sounds really, really cool. That's a good question. I would There's say- a lot of advice in this. So I felt bad asking for another <laughs> one, but- um, I would just say like, if you love it and if it makes your heart like run and leap, do it. Like there's nothing stopping you from being able to do what makes you the happiest and don't worry about the finances or the income or the success that you're hoping for. Like if you do truly love it, like I believe that that will come. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I love it. What good <laughs> advice. That's a great way to kind of wrap it up. And I think that that kind of is you know, a collective answer to everything we've kind of talked about. Um, but to wrap it up, so everybody, this is Anthony Tachney. He is currently in North Georgia, right? Somewhere? I figured it out. I'm in Helen, Georgia. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> wow. What an improvement since 40 minutes ago. We now know. I know. I'm um, so smart now. Oh, yeah. Now you know exactly <laughs> what everybody knows. He'll be gone by the time you listen to this. But um, thank you. Thank you so much. For being a guest on the podcast i'm just you're such a joy to talk to and just a breath of fresh air and it's just refreshing to kind of hear a different side of the creative story and thank you for having me i've never been on a talk show before so this is <laughs> exciting very fun well first of hopefully many you can share your Amen. story with a lot of people um but thank you everybody for listening make sure to go follow anthony on instagram at anthony.tachney that's anthony.tach E-N-Y, correct? Yep. There we go. And <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. He's got another account. It's called Tony's in a Truck. It's great. Oh, we'll my gosh. Follow. We love it. <laughs> um, it. I think it's private, though, so maybe he'll be a little bit more restrictive on that one. But I figured <laughs> I'd say it. Um, but also, go follow me at EJ Safner. That's my personal account. And then go follow Spill at spill.ej on Instagram. You can visit Spill at www.spill-ej.com. Um, to read all my writing, see the interviews. And this will, of course, be on Spotify. Um, this has been the Spill Effect podcast. New episodes come out Tuesdays at four o'clock on Spotify. Thank you so, so much for listening. I will see you for the next episode. Bye, everybody. Hi again, it's EJ. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Spill Effect. New episodes come out Tuesdays at 4. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at ejsafner and at spill.ej to keep up with new articles, episodes, and all of Spill. Thank you again for tuning in. Sending you all the love in the world, and let's talk soon.